All right. Hey, everybody. Episode number 70. Did you know that, Dad? 70 times. I did not know that. My God. It's a big number. So uh, I invited my dad, Bill, back on the podcast for the first. It's been a while. You've done a bunch of them, but it's been a little bit. Um, Yeah. And I pretty much only did it because I was bored. So I hope you bring quality content. (laughs) Wait a minute. i got to say something. Go ahead. Hi, everybody. Thanks for that. That that really boosted the podcast. Saying hi to everybody. All right, so I got random stuff today, Dad. Okay. If if anybody's listening to this for tennis purposes, they will probably be disappointed. But my first one is actually just a tennis story. So I talk a lot on this thing about my lesson groups who think they have to win the practice or they in the first five minutes of the group they will try to win meaning they hit too hard and trying to hit winners and just greatly overdoing it it'd be like dad when you used to run if you ran your first mile of the marathon your fastest yeah and then you crap the rest of the way it's kind of like that (laughs) right so i had a group yesterday um we started at 9 o'clock, and we started on time. By 9.02, I had already had to feed 35 tennis balls in two minutes. Two minutes of play, 35 balls we used. And I had noticed I was this. I thought, this isn't very good. So I started counting. And 35 balls in two minutes before I stopped them because everybody was flinging balls all over the place, trying to be a superhero. Like, yeah. First ball of the day, a thousand miles an hour, trying to hit a winner past somebody, and it was freaking crazy. So I stopped the group, and we had a conversation about how I was wasting tennis balls, and I don't like to do that. Um, I brought it up because I talk about it a lot on this, about learning to start at a slower, comfortable pace, and then building up so you're good at the end. Um, Because in that case, these four people wanted to win the first two minutes, and I didn't really give up shit i can say that i can swear on this um and so i I care that they're good in the last two minutes sure doesn't matter doesn't matter about the first ones anyway 35 balls in two minutes and i know you're not you don't take a lot of lessons but that is a ton that's that's it's basically 35 points you played 35 points in two minutes 35 points could be that could be a set I mean, that, that could be a, an entire set of tennis just so anyway it bothered me so <laughs> excuse me we had to talk about it and um i always tell like if you watch nba basketball that you I, <coughs> sucks. I know you and mom watch the nba all the time <laughs> those games don't start till the fourth quarter everybody yeah. knows it they're right. they're just going through the motions until the fourth quarter and then they they get better they play better defense their plays are better it's Similar in tennis or football, most football games in the NFL, they don't get good till the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. right? And that's sort of how I teach on the tennis court. So I looked up some matches of Agassi back in his his day, and later in his career, his scores were, most of his scores were things like 7-6, 7-5, 6-0, or 7-5, 6 one 6-4, 7-5, 6-0. He wore them down slowly over time 
<coughs> excuse me, versus coming out smoking everything and making tons of mistakes. Um, and I just think that's a better, it's a better way to play. Um, yeah. No different than when you wake up in the morning. What do you do? Do you do you immediately put on your running shoes and run out of the house and do six miles, or do you feed the cats? I gotta go to the bathroom first. <laughs> go to the bathroom. Do you, get a, do you get a cup of coffee? Then the cats. Then the cup of coffee. Then a cup of coffee, maybe a fire in the winter, like slow build up to whatever happens next. And I look out the window at the birds and squirrels and see what they're doing. It's <laughs> very important. That's great. Yeah. Have retired life. That's good. Yeah, boy, it's, it's pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. All right, so that's my that's really my only tennis conversation right now, Dad. I've got a bunch of random okay. stuff that you can comment on. Okay. No particular order. Um. What do you call? What do you call the little square pieces of paper that have an adhesive on the back of them that you can write down things to remember later and put them on things? Post-it notes. Post-it notes. See. I had a conversation this week with Kayla. She called she called them sticky notes. <laughs> and so did someone else. And you know how I think and you think. Like I right away I jumped on it. Like sticky notes, what are those? <laughs> Who calls them freaking sticky notes? Because yeah. I've called them post it notes my whole life, but apparently sticky notes is another <laughs> I don't understand. It makes it I don't like it. Would you ever call it a sticky note? Oh, no, no, I'd say post it notes. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you guy who talked about shaky cheese. <laughs> when you take the cheese out of the can, is, give me the shaky cheese, please. <laughs> shaky cheese is a real thing. It's it's in the can. No, you shake no. it out. Shaky cheese. No. <laughs> Everybody knows about shaky cheese, but I just thought sticky notes was insane. So then she got on Google. They actually call them, I think it was on Amazon or Office Depot, they actually call them sticky notes. Oh. oh. I'm, I'm never going to call them that, but um, oh. they're post they're notes. Yeah. Sticky yeah. notes. I just didn't like it. All right, next one. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, this, we may need a medical person or a doctor or maybe Dr. J. So I've been sick for about a week. Yes. Not feeling good. Missed some work, a lot of work. <clears throat> a week ago, Sunday morning, I got up in the morning, went to the gym, ran seven and a half miles on the treadmill. It was easy. It was more of a walk. Walk, walk. I did run. But it wasn't difficult. I wasn't. Cool, that's great. Right? By, <clears throat> by Monday morning, 24 hours later, I could not walk up the <laughs> stairs without needing a break. You know, you know why that is? Why? Because you're a sissy. <laughs> you're a big sissy. Because I'm a big sissy. That's not true. There's something that I can't yeah. believe that someone in decent shape like me. Yeah. I don't like work out a ton, but I put a lot of miles in. Went in 24 hours, lost it all, and could I couldn't make it up the stairs. I would stop and hang out with the cat who sits on the stairs all the time. Out, out of breath, huffing and puffing, 24 yeah. hours after I finished, a, a, I think for most humans, seven and a half miles is a pretty good distance. 
and I want to know why. <laughs> I want well, a doctor to tell me uh, what hit me that caught. sucked that out of me. Uh, I, I, I don't know. <clears throat> uh, You're no help. <laughs> you got it, it's a bug. You got a bug. That's what it is. Like a, a virus, a amoeba, a protozoan got in your body. <laughs> How can way, something that small do so much damage? Oh, no, it's crazy, isn't it? It's just crazy. <clears throat> yeah, I, gotta, I, I don't like, like it. Think COVID. Can I make a comment here, since we're being random? Yeah, go for it. Here's what I've been wondering about. You know, they've got these COVID shots. Everything says, get your COVID shots, get your COVID shots. Well, I've talked to two people recently, and educated people intelligent people and they said that when they got the COVID shots they both got sick and have had long term reactions to it and uh, and one said he's got myasthenia gravis from it I don't, I don't know how that works and the other one says he's just a mess so in my now I've been wondering the last few days okay should I go get a COVID shot in light of the fact I just talked to two people who say it wrecked them Wrecked him. Hardly knew him. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I wasn't even trying to be funny. That yeah, that was too maybe, easy. Maybe you can have a physician phone in while we're on the line <clears throat> and tell us, tell me whether the risks, risk benefits, you know, for COVID shots. Yeah. I yeah. think you just entered a topic that I'm not sure i want to get into with anybody that knows me okay but i will agree i had two covid shots and i will not get another one because i thought both of them were killing me mm-hmm. it was awful sickest i've ever been in my life um yeah so i won't do it anymore but i don't care if others do but i'm not going to uh but i just think it's crazy that in less than 24 hours everything i had built up to cardio wise destroyed yeah it's gone yeah. Hard to understand how that I don't happened. get it. I'm going to go to medical school next. Yeah, um, yeah, I think you should. Yeah. All right, next topic kind of goes in with medical. We have not discussed this. I was okay. thinking the other day, <clears throat> hypothetical. Yes. Imagine a world. You're born, and you get, there's a pill that cures every illness you get. Everything oh you get, you take one pill. I like that. But I like that. you're born, you get ten of them for your lifetime. And you have to pick and choose and spread them out over your life. Oh, boy. Yeah. And they are, <coughs> excuse me, they are not transferable to others. There's yeah. so There's no stealing or, like, black market or you selling yours. They will not work for anybody else. You get ten of them your entire life. Once you use them all, you're done. You you deal with every sickness. Do you think you could, well, you think you would use them for like, would I have used mine this past week when I felt terrible for a week? Or do I save it for a big event like a, a serious disease or broken bones? I think you, you use it based on your age and severity of the illness. And if you're if you're 20 
and you have a cold, ah, you don't. <laughs> but if you're 30 and you really have something serious, yes, you, you use it. You use it. I would not use them until I really felt really bad. You know, what about I, um, when I was a kid, I broke both my arms at the same time in sixth grade, fell out of a tree. I'd use it. I would. I think I would have used it because I remember, like, like that was pretty traumatic. I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I think I would have used <laughs> used that at the time, so I'd be out one. Yeah. My skin cancer issues probably would have because that was awful. Yeah. Yeah. But I was I thinking would, back. I'd probably have. I'd probably still have six or seven left in my life. Yeah. I would use them very sparingly. Anything that was mild to moderate illness or situation, I would not use them. It would have to be pretty serious because I would want to save them like you for the, the for the big cancer or the big whatever it would be. Yeah. What about when you had your uh, your hip replaced? Would uh, you have used one, and that fixes your hip immediately? Yeah, I'd use it because I've got nine left. Yeah, you're done, but you have two hips, so <laughs> you're going to use two just on one body part, really, because you need another uh, one, don't you? Anything that was extremely painful and really affected my life, I'd probably use one. If it was something that wasn't all that bad, no, I'd save it. All right. Yeah. Well, just think about it, because when I'm president, we're, yeah. we're inventing that pill. It's a cure-all, but you're limited on how many you can have. Okay, right. <laughs> okay. All right, moving on to the next one. We may have talked about this. I'm not sure, but I have a plan for bad drivers. Because I'm, I have some, uh, I'd say I have some uh, limited road rage for people who do stupid stuff while they're driving. Yeah. So I have a plan. Somebody, let's say somebody cuts you off. They're driving too fast, recklessly. <clears throat> You're allowed to crash them. Okay. No questions asked. So let's say you cut me off. I can <laughs> I can hit the gas and I can ram you off the road into the oh, ditch. Yeah. No right? And then yeah. this is where the plan's even better. Okay. Hovering above all the roads in the world and they're super yeah. fast are these big drones with claws like the claw games when kids try to win a stuffed animal. Yeah. And as soon yeah. as you cause that accident, the drone swoops down. <laughs> cleans up the mess, the damaged car, little robots come out and clean up the glass and the broken parts of the cars. It's gone in like 10 seconds. So, (laughs) no delay in traffic. There's no traffic jams because there can't be. You have a crash and the drones come in. They pick up the wrecked cars, take them away, and the traffic just keeps on flowing. Well, is the person smashed up and killed? Um, Not not my concern okay all right it's yeah it's their fault they just disappear yeah sure i haven't (laughs) i haven't thought that far um but it's legal to um punish them right away yeah make them disappear from life yeah or maybe they're picked up by the claw and taken to an island and they all live there i don't know but it's a way to stop the crazy drivers and clean up the mess so it doesn't cause long-term delays on the freeway. Yeah, well, there's some, 
there's some good things about that. We're saving money on gas, time. People are more efficient. They can leave at the time they want to leave and not have to worry about traffic. Are people going to be warned that road rage uh, could possibly be uh, uh, taken care of by a giant claw so that they would know what they're getting into? Oh, yeah. So if you drive stupid, that's the risk you take. Okay. So we could do some commercials on television about the new thing of the giant claw. So sure. people would know. Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I don't, I don't feel so bad because people would be warned that there's a claw out there going to grab them. Oh, yeah. They're warned. Everybody yeah, okay. everybody knows it. Okay. It's going to happen. <laughs> All right. Next one. Next I talked one. about okay. it in the last podcast. Uh, what do you think about equal prize money for men's and women's professional tennis players? Hmm. That's a tough one. I have thought about that a lot, to tell you the truth, because equity, fairness, etc., that's all cool, good. But in reality, the men do play the five-set matches, which is longer, tougher. Uh, so I guess to be a nice guy, I would say, yeah, let's pay equal. But reality says that what's required of the two sets of person this is different but uh, I don't know I think there's a difference between a five set match hybrid than three sets yeah but what if those five sets are average you know every other set's no good a lot of errors versus three sets of amazing well you know three sets of which one is worth more, more entertaining? Three sets of amazing. So, yeah, because if you, if you went to the movies and you watched a three-and-a-half-hour movie, but it wasn't very good, or you watched an hour-and-20-minute movie, but it was awesome, yeah, you'd probably pay but, more for the shorter one. But there, there are five-set matches that are awesome, so say that's uh, yeah that's a tough one i think you're right i think you're riding the fence here yeah i am in this day and age i think we almost we almost got to pay equal because it seems like a decent thing to do and but the effort involved is different yeah the grand slams all four of them now are equal and then there's still several that are not even close I was just I just googled some of it and um, all the grand slams now have been and they have been for quite a while um, but some of the others aren't I don't know either I don't I think it probably has to do as well with off court stuff not just who's watching the TV and paying tickets but if let's say the women who tend to get paid a little less are they actually driving more business to racket companies and clothing and shoes and those kind of things um, yeah, and I think that has something to do with it because you're going to pay them if you know that even though if the stands aren't full, uh, Serena Williams is selling more Nike shoes than the comparative male player. That's why they, maybe they get paid the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right, yeah. I'm moving on. I've had enough. That was too serious. Yeah, I was serious. Okay, another <laughs> hypothetical. This came from... Um, 
from Jack, who did my podcast a month or so ago. He sent Tim and I a text. It was something like this. If if we found a new community, all new people, never been introduced to tennis, right? So, so you find them on a island somewhere. Yeah. And you give them tennis rackets, tennis balls, and courts. Leave them all there, like the best rackets, all the newest equipment. Okay. Right, rackets, strong, everything. And you walk away, and you don't return for 20 years. Nope. What what kind of players are they? Have they created, have they invented a new way to play the sport? Did they completely change it? Like, what did they do for 20 years when you, you don't tell them what tennis is. You just yeah. hand them rackets, balls, and a court. Does this society figure out how to play tennis, and do they play it like we do now? Wow. I I think they play a sport. I don't know that it would be called tennis, but I think they would figure out that the rackets are to hit the balls back and forth, and the net is probably to hit it over. I think they would play in something, although it would be hard to call it, uh, the same professional type of tennis we have today. I think they'd use the stuff, yeah. Do you think they would be able to invent things like topspin and <laughs> slice? Could they could they figure out how to serve? Would the serve look completely different? Because I just thought it was interesting. We text about it a lot. I don't uh, know. They might serve underhanded. Hand overhand, I, I don't know. Yeah, like, do they have a whole new rules? And then we see these rules and decide, oh, those are better than ours, and we adopt the way they play. <laughs> are they any know. good? Is there? Do they create some, like, superstar that could beat Alcaraz? Because he's been training for 20 years. I kind of doubt it. <clears throat> That's pushing it a bit. Probably. Uh, um, yeah. Or they're just... They're smarter than us and find a better way to do it. I just thought it was, uh, I thought it was an interesting discussion. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not sure how they, they, or maybe they would take the net if they lived on an island and use it for fishing. They throw it in the ocean and catch fish with it. They, they yeah. Could, they could yeah. use the rackets as well, and they could hit the fish in the head they with the rackets. The rackets go around smashing things. Capturing animals, uh, beasts of burden for food. <laughs> yeah. beast. What exactly is a beast of burden? Oh, that's like a, <clears throat> I know like, the I know the Rolling Stones song. Yeah, but I've like never a, encountered yeah, a beast of burden. Something, something that carries large things for men and women. <laughs> yeah. uh, like like in like in Mount Everest. They like, go up the hills with the yaks. Like the Sherpas? They, they, well, not the Sherpas, but the yaks. The, the uh, beasts. So Those are the beasts of birds. A, a yak would be a beast of burden. And they carry all that stuff. That's the beast of burden. That actually makes sense. Like a donkey, a mule. They're all or, beasts. Yeah. When you were young, and you'd take your, your kids to the beach, and you'd have to pack up everything they would need to go to the beach or a camping trip, you were a beast of burden. <laughs> All right, I get that. That's actually logical. Yeah, yeah, try to be logical. All right, on to the next topic. Yes. 
Girl Scout cookies. Oh boy, okay. I'm, I'm struggling a bit because Molly was Molly was a Girl Scout. We did the Girl Scout cookie sales and all that kind of stuff. But when she did it, we still we still made her do things like she yeah. had to at least send a text, make a call, ask, go somewhere, get people to fill out the form, like be involved in it. And right. now I'm seeing all over social media is parents posting the link uh, to buy right. cookies from the Girl Scout. It'll be like a uh, a video of their kid holding their cookie boxes and their green green vest and telling you to go online and buy cookies from me and it's just parents doing it for them and yeah. it bothers me because not good i don't think if 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 i was the isn't selling those part of it learning how to sell learning how to talk to humans how to do something versus mom and dad post it on social media and someone buys boxes of cookies from you and oh, I've got I... friends now who have Girl Scouts, and they're doing this. They won't listen to this, but um, it's it seems to be the only way to buy them now is if your parents put them on social media or Instagram or Facebook, and you click on a link. And uh, I just geez. think that's that's not the point of Girl Scouts, is it, to have Mommy and Daddy do it for you? I think part of it is that for the, the girls <clears throat> make the effort to sell the cookies and talk to people and get out there and do something instead of let mom and dad do the whole thing. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm not buying any, I would buy some from like if they've got a, a table set up at a grocery store, a hardware store or something. Yeah. I would buy something because then they're there and they're sitting there and they're having to go through that process uh -huh. versus hey, click on this link and enter your credit card. As much as I love Girl Scout cookies, I can't do it. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And I know you can't really send them door to door anymore, I guess. I mean, you could if you got your parents with you. Yeah, and a gun. <laughs> you want a gun. <laughs> Why? The Girl Scouts need that? Sure. You don't know who's going to come to that door, you know? <laughs> so you're saying I... the Girl Scouts should be packing heat. Yeah, that'd be okay, too. All right. I, um, I think I think if I was president, if I was president, I would make a rule that every girl has to Girl Scout has to carry a gun and they stick it right down there, middle of the box of cookies, so they, they can have quick access to the gun. Yeah. All right. That's well. When you're president, you can make that happen. Um, <laughs> the other thing with them is Girl Scout cookies now, I believe, are five dollars a box, possibly okay. possibly more. And I yeah. looked it up. The Girl Scout troop makes fifty-seven to seventy cents of each one of those. That's what they get back to their their troop, yeah. I guess. Which I think is crazy. If they're gonna sell, they should get more than that. And that seems yeah. small. Fifty-seven cents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't sound right. I mean, somebody needs to fix that. Yeah. All right, we're gonna talk about gorillas. He's a gorilla. Okay. So good I've been time. doing some other tennis stuff with my like I'm I'm posting some other things that are specifically tennis, but my podcast has become mostly no tennis anymore. Um, here's the hypothetical again. This is from Jack. You'd like Jack? Jack. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Who wins a fight? 
a silverback gorilla, mm-hmm. which is one of the biggest beasts on earth, or yeah. he's he's fighting twenty five. 15-year-olds with aluminum baseball bats. One gorilla. I'll give you some some facts. A typical silverback weighs 430 pounds, stands 5 feet tall, and can lift 1,763 pounds. Wow. It is a beast. It is a beast of burden. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, really. Really? Or you've got 25 15-year-old boys with baseball bats. You put them you put them in a battle, who wins? I think the 25 guys win because there'd be so many of them around that that gorilla swinging bats that hurt. I think they could even though a bunch of them might might die, I think they could overwhelm it. And with those bats, subdue it. I'd go for the boys. I'd bet 10 bucks on the guys. I have always thought the numbers are bigger, 25 versus 1. But I've changed a bit. I'm not sh- <clears throat> I'm not sure anymore. Because uh, some, a couple of those 15-year-old boys aren't going to be weak. And they swing the bat slow. And that gorilla just wipes them out. One, one push, they're, they're done. Some are going to get tired. A couple of them are going to be like big stud athletes and might get some hits in. But yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I've switched and I might put my money on the silverback. Because uh, the, they're used to fighting much bigger beasts than kids with bats. Don't you think? They're, yeah. fi- they're fighting, I don't know, lions and tigers and I, bears and... Not thinking a fair fight. There's no question that they win. But uh, those aluminum bats swung by big 15-year-olds and 25 of them. I have to go with the guys. You know, 10 guys might get killed, but I think a few hits to the superbacks head, and they're gonna. The guys are gonna win. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know if there's some way we could try this out. You know. Well. What? I'm. I got. I can get the. I think we could find the 25, 15 year olds. Yeah. I'm just not certain where to get a silverback gorilla. Yeah. It sounds like it could be like a Hunger Games uh, series. You know. Yeah. Find the gorilla and uh, and the guys and uh, film it and we'd have a we'd have a Netflix program. <laughs> I'd I'd watch it. I think I'd actually feel bad for the gorilla though if he if I he started be. getting hit on. I would too. I'd, yeah. I'd be rooting for the gorilla. Um, yeah, I, well, I would too, because the guys, the guys would have to be mean to go after the gorilla and smack it with bats. You'd have to be kind of a mean guy. Yeah, yeah. but I also think out of twenty-five, ten of them are probably nice and don't actually won't actually put in full blast effort to hit that gorilla, and so they're going to get wiped out too. <laughs> well, like if you told me I had to kill a gorilla with a bat, I don't think my heart could do it. Uh, yeah, I might I swing a little slower and not aim for the head, and then he grabs me and yeah, d- squishes me. Yeah, <clears throat> I think the twenty-five drops to five in about two minutes. Some are going to be terrified and just take off running. They're not going to stay. Yeah, well, yeah. If some take off, that changes the equation there. Yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> all right, 
I'm moving on. I've had enough of the gorilla. Um, so I was going to ask you if you remember approximately when you got your first cell phone. Any idea? Oh, my Lord. Jeez. Uh, well, the reason why I've been, uh, I've been reading a book called the nineties. And it's just uh, this guy wrote a book about the decade of the 90s and all the big things that happened. And cell phones was considered one of the uh, cell phones and the Internet came about in early 90s. And uh, the first cell phone was 1990. Uh And in 1990, after one year of cell phones, 4.3 million people had a cell phone at that time. Ten years later, in 2000, 97 million had cell phones. Wow. Wow. um, my first one was when I moved to North Carolina. Uh, we had two locations, and our boss required it as of, a, of us. And so I remember going to the store and getting a cell phone. It had an antenna I pulled up, and it was this big, uh, clunky God. thing. And um, the battery didn't last very long. But that was 1995 or six, something like that for me. Mine was a track phone, a little, <clears throat> little track when you flip it open and a small screen and couldn't do too much with it, but it was it was cool. I liked it. It was a long time ago, years and years. Want to take a guess how many people in America have a cell phone now? What percentage? What percentage have cell phones in America? I would say uh, uh, 82%. You are very low. 97% of Americans. God dang. But to me, what? I think that's low. Like, who are those 3% that don't have a cell phone? Those are losers. Because, <laughs> I mean, seriously, you see people, I mean, I live in an area, there's there's some homeless, there are people sitting on corners asking for money, and every one of them has a cell phone. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But there's 3% of the country that does, does not have a cell phone. Um, what? Amazing. I know. Um, all right, next one. I don't think you know about wait, this. Maybe no. Go ahead. I do remember that I didn't want one. Uh, it ain't no way I need a cell phone. It's stupid. And your mother, <laughs> as she has been prone to do, sort of put the pressure on me to get a cell phone. So I got a cell phone, and now I couldn't live without it. I know. We are. It's just who. It's who we are now. Yeah. Um, all right, next one. I thought this one was really interesting. So there's a YMCA here, the local um, Waukesha YMCA. It's the, you know, your general workout place. Um, yeah. They announced, and it was in the news, that's how I read it because I'm not a Y member anymore. They are no longer allowing any news shows to be played on their television screens in the gym because of the upcoming election fights arguments so you can no longer put they will no longer put fox or cnn or msnbc or any of the ones the news stations no longer on their screens because they're anticipating Uh the amount of trouble they're going to have 
Um, you can still do it on your personal stuff, and like if you're on a treadmill that has its own screen, it'll be available. But there, it's yeah. it's the big giant TVs that are just mounted to the walls. And uh, I just thought it was super interesting because I know where where I do my most of my working out is on the same treadmill in the same building in front of a TV, and it's always politics, and it's yeah. either it's either CNN or it's Fox depending yeah. on which senior yeah. citizen happened to be there last. Um, but then someone will come in, and it'll be, let's say it's on Fox News. Some guy will come in and immediately change it to MSNBC, and then another dude comes in and changes it to Fox yeah. or something more. So this club's decided they're not even going to allow us, the their members, to see political TV. What do you think about that? I like it. I see enough of that at home, uh, political stuff and the stupidity connected with it. I don't necessarily really need to see that at a place I go just to work out and sort of enjoy myself. Um, so I, I don't have any problem with that. I got a cell phone if I want to look at some political stuff or not look at my cell phone. So I, I'm for it. I'm for it. Yeah. I don't have a problem with them doing it. I have a problem with if we have to start doing these things it shows how dumb humans have become that we can't have a simple TV screen with something on it because we're all going to fight each other like yeah. I think it's embarrassing sure. I agree with it and and don't mind it at all but I think man we why do we have to do that people are such so wound up about this stuff that you can't go to a gym and put a have a news yeah. on because people are going to fight. Yeah. Just think Maybe we're all have, just have it so that half, half the screens have CNN, half the screens have Fox. But it <laughs> you could, but you'd have to make sure you did it with like where the equipment is. Cause if all of the treadmills have Fox, but yeah. I, I won't see any, you'd have to split it up. But I think more yeah. and more places will do it. I agree. Because this, this coming election is going to be horrendous with the stupidity, bitterness, ugliness involved. It's going to be terrible. Yeah, it's. Uh, I just. I thought. I thought. Wow, that's a. I thought it's a pretty bold move too for a, a place to. Yeah. Make that decision, and I'm curious whether they can do it and they they stick with it. Yeah. Right. Um. All right, last thing. So I, I missed okay. last. I had you knew I had uh, jury duty last week. Yes. And so I've sort of we've talked about it a little bit, but I have a couple thoughts. Um, first one is really I've talked on here a lot about the way people um, choose to dress when they go out in public these days. Um, oh yeah. So this had I was in a room of a couple hundred people for <clears throat> several hours, and. The first hour, I was just kind of looking. It was quiet, just kind of looking around, and I made notes on my phone of what people were wearing. So <laughs> yeah. one dude comes in, older guy. I'd, I'd put him between 70 and 80. He walks okay. in He walks in in a full suit. Oh, boy. Like the whole thing. Like he's wow. he's going to a wedding or a funeral. A hat, like an old school hat, like – um. Like when you see old pictures of people going to like baseball games in the 
twenties and thirties. They're all in suits and they have their hats on. He looked like he's ready to um, serve his serve his community. Yeah. But then you got multiple people, hats backwards, like regular baseball caps backwards. Um, lots of Crocs. Um, one dude wore sunglasses the entire time. Never took his sunglasses off. And I, I was actually standing next to him in line for oh, half an hour. We're indoors in February. Yeah. He's got his sunglasses on. Um, I just thought it was odd. One guy spent probably 45 minutes, he had his headphones in, laughing the whole time. Whatever show he was watching. This is in a quiet room of a couple hundred people. I wouldn't say it's a real fun situation. No one really wants to be there. You don't know what's coming next. Um, but he's just cracking up laughing. And everybody's Jeez. just kind of looking at him. Another lady, um, she wanted to chat with everybody. <laughs> she kept trying so hard to get everyone around her to like join in in conversation. Uh, it just wasn't the time. Um, one other woman was reading. I just thought it was interesting. She, she, she sits down across the aisle from me. She gets out a book, and it's a John Grisham legal book, <laughs> and oh, yeah. I just thought it was ironic that, like, yeah. maybe she went out because she's going to the courthouse that she needs to catch up on her yeah. legal legal knowledge, but um, the jury duty thing is, I don't think there's a better way to connect a variety of every type of person in the world together in one place. Yeah. So, which yeah. means it works because then the juries, they want a, a big variety of people from all yep. walks of life. It absolutely does it. I mean, they were 18 year olds and 80 year olds and yeah. women and men and every, every different, you know, ethnicity you could think of are there and they definitely do a good job of making it random because it was, uh, it was everybody, and so if you were on a if you if you're a defendant, you're going to get you're going to get something from every walk of life. Um, a lot yeah. of a lot of a lot of weirdos. <clears throat> Incredible amount of weirdos. Um, Anybody pajamas wearing your pajama pants? I didn't see that. Sweatpants, lots okay. of sweats. Um, yeah. But on the the jury summons, it tells you something like. Um, appropriate dress required um professional dress required and i don't know maybe yeah, ha right. maybe half these people that looked like slobs did it on purpose just to get out of it yeah you know i didn't i didn't wear a suit and tie but i i looked respectable um but they may have been smarter than me and just gotten out of it um so i was gonna use this because i always ask for opinions on this you know my story dad that i went Finally got called, walked into the jury, put in the box. Um, the defense attorney was there, the prosecuting attorney, and the defendant judge. Judge gave us some instructions. Um, within 30 to 45 seconds, the defense attorney walked over, looked over the jury, went to the judge. They had a short meeting, and they kicked us out. Mm. Never never called back again. I was done. I, I, I waited another three or four hours, and they sent us home. And I don't, I still don't know why I asked, um, yeah. I asked Emma and Ann Janice, 
they said it could easily be he looked at the jury, decided we're not going to win this thing, and took a deal that was previously on the table. Um, okay, yeah. Possibly saw someone that he knew or had a previous um, connection to um, and ended it. But uh, uh-huh. it was it was disappointing. But I'm trying to figure out what what exactly could have happened when they put us in there and then sent us that that quickly because it was it was clear to everybody that something just changed real fast and the judge literally said you all need to be removed and the sheriff walked us out didn't yeah. didn't say wow. a thing wow um so that was my jury story and the one thing I'll always remember is the kid the kid that um was on trial and I don't know for what we didn't even get that far the the fear in his face just terrified I don't know if I've ever seen anybody that fearful in my life the look on his face when the jury walk in uh-huh. it was crazy yeah it was uh it was Maybe. like he realized that this is this Serious. is not going well yeah maybe they had sort of a plea deal kind of on the table but not finalized and instantly they decided okay let's do the plea deal I don't, I don't know yeah it was I was so disappointed because I finally had something yeah. to do and got in the action and was going to get to participate and then freaking gone drove me yeah I was I didn't like it but I'm done for four years you left hanging yeah I mean I, I I'll never know what happened um a friend of mine who was also there with me, he wasn't on that jury. He got selected for a, his was two days, and he didn't tell me what it was, but it was a criminal case. So he, he got some excitement. But oh, yeah. You got I didn't. Um, <laughs> Dad, right. that's all I got. Those are, my, those are my random topics. Okay. You, well, got, you got anything I, else you'd like to um, throw out? Very random, and... Uh... No, I guess things I can think of probably wouldn't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll save that. We'll save those topics for another time. If I was pre- if I was president, one of the laws I would pass that guys had to flush the toilet after they used it, so the next guy doesn't walk in and see some nasty mess there, like they're giving you a gift or something. So I would make that a so uh, the, uh, the toilet would arrange so that it had an automatic system that the guy was turned to walk out and did not flush the toilet, they would disappear. They would go somewhere into the space. I'm, I'm good with that, but I think most places now have the oh, automatic yeah. toilets. That's right. So I feel like there's already a solution to your issue. Yeah, I'm, I'm old school on that. I forgot. Yeah. I mean, I get it. That's That's pretty gross but we can do that they if they don't flush they're they're gone (laughs) yeah yeah the automatic toilet kind of take good care of that but you never know might be some old-fashioned ones or you could just make a law when you're president that you you cannot install any toilets that aren't automatic anymore instead of killing the people uh, yeah, you just yeah. you ban all toilets that aren't automatic. That <laughs> okay. might be easier. Yeah. 
why you're yeah. not president. All right. Um, for those of you that listen to this, remember, you can watch tennis stuff on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all those that type of stuff. I post these on YouTube as well. If you want to hear a little bit more tennis, that's where some of that stuff lives. Um, but I think that's it for episode number 70. Not, I'm not sure after that whether I'll ever have number 71. <laughs> I feel like, feel like I scraped the bottom of the barrel. You, you did pretty good since you're not feeling good. You've got to yeah, go hold whatever it is. Not. I'll be better tomorrow. So, All right. Say bye to the people, Dad. Bye, people. All right. See you all later.